Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chapter 6. My name is Manny. And my name is Brandon. And together we are... The The Nerd Live. All right, guys. Today's date is Tuesday, January 21st, 2020. And today we're going to be talking about... Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. If you couldn't tell by the beautiful intro music by John Williams. That's right. Um, we're going to talk about Rise of Skywalker, how we felt about it. Um, we're going to give you some time to watch it. So this is um, we're releasing this on the 21st. So it came out about a month ago. That's right, guys. So the reason that we decided to wait so long to record this episode is because we knew that this one was going to be full of spoilers, right? Yes. So... Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, so if you have not seen Rise of Skywalker, then pause the show right now, go watch the movie, and then come back and, re, uh, you know, continue. All exactly. Right? But, you know, you guys had like a month already, right? So had no excuses, month. right? And, and anybody who was going to watch this movie already did. Yep. Um, I have a, a baby at home, and my wife and I called my mother-in-law say, hey, can you come over for three hours so we can go watch this movie? Um, because I knew when it came out that it's just something that I had to go see. I didn't want to go see it on opening day because it can get a little insane. Well, I actually saw it not that opening day. Well, what is opening day? Now it's Friday, normal. That's officially opening day. But then they have the Thursday Thursday night night, previews, right? I know a lot of people who went ahead and watched it at 6 p.m. on Thursday night. And then, but uh, my wife and I, we actually waited to see it until that Saturday at 11 a.m. Um, the reason for that is, again, it's really hard. We have three kids. We have a six-year-old and a 20-month-old twins, and it's hard for us to be able to get a sitter to just pick up and go, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we've, we went on. We went to Studio Movie Grill right there in Monrovia, California. Okay. Great theater, by the way. If you, if you haven't been to a Studio Movie Grill, I highly recommend nice, it. Nice, nice. It's the kind of theater where like, you sit, you press a button, and they bring you your food. They come and take your order before the movie, right? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so you can have like some really great gourmet food and even popcorn. There's no concessions booth. When you walk in, there's no concession booth in the, in the lobby or anything because you want anything to drink or eat or anything, it's from your seat. Oh, nice. That's really nice. Yeah, and it's very comfortable, reconnable seats and all nice. that. Lots of leg room. Not that it matters because I'm like only five foot three on a good day. All right, guys. As Brandon mentioned, we are going to be talking about The Rise of Skywalker. Brandon, what do you got? Um, I got a whole lot. Uh, we're going to talk about things we like, things we didn't like, kind of what's next for Star Wars. You know, in the last episode, we talked about Marvel and, of course, owned by the mouse. <laughs> and just like everything else. Ha-ha, <laughs> little boys. <laughs> and... um. So there's a whole like what's next because very similarly Marvel and both Star Wars had huge movies that ended this 10 or for Star Wars 40 year but lately it's been new movies and now it's like the end of the sky well we'll get into that is it really the end of the Skywalker saga I mean is it even can you even call it the the Skywalker saga after what we saw in Rise of Skywalker I mean we'll get into that I don't know yes I guess <sighs> Well, like you said, we'll, we'll get into we'll that. We'll get into that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about pretty much every, a lot of things in this episode. Heavy spoilers. So um, if you haven't seen it, like Manny said, pause it, go watch it, and then come back. Or if you're one of those weirdos that just likes to know what happens, stick around. Yeah. You'll have some fun. Yeah. Cut it out. Oh, I'm, a drink. I'm trying to grab Manny's beer. Yeah, don't touch my beer. Please, I will not. No. I will not. All right. So what's on first as far as topics there? Um, things we liked. I think let's start positively and talk about... I just really, I think we should just talk about the movie and what you thought about it when you saw it, how you felt about it, and um, the things you liked and things you didn't like. Should we even do a synopsis on this, a quick summary on it? Mm-hmm. Sure. Not, I mean. You can. I mean, anybody, I mean, 
Because how do you how do you do a summary on this without like talking about the entire like so sequel in the beginning of the movie a whole bunch of crap happens a lot very fast people people fight with light sticks a ton a ton, ton of them um, a ton people push shit with their mind yes they do that right and people heal apparently yeah uh, what else pretty much uh, like this whole thing is about Palpatine's back and uh, in the trailer by the way the last trailer for this movie it was maybe the best trailer. I have seen in a very long time. And I'm talking about the, the final one where that, with the trailer music, with a very, you know, with the duel of the fates. No, um, <laughs> not that one. So maybe oh, the original, the teaser. Yeah. The teaser, by the way, they're like a the whole thing about teaser to trailers, trailer. So a trailer to trailer, well, it, the first stop. Well, the first teaser for this movie was, was Ray running in the sand and then jumping. And that was a fir- very first trailer. Oh, that's like the X wing over, right? Yes. Kind of that was okay. when she had jumping over Kylo's, um, whatever he has. Although we didn't know it was Kylo in that trailer. Did not know it was yeah. Kylo in the trailer. Um, and maybe they edited it out to make it look like something different. Uh, but this the last one that came out like in like early December, I think it was that was what, such an amazing trailer. The music was great. And it really set up that Palpatine was like back because you heard like, long have I waited. And you heard that creepy voice. And you're like, okay, this dude is for sure back. You actually did that pretty well. Yeah, I know. My coworker said the same thing too. Like you see, you can, do, you can do great voices. All I can do is like Cartman from South Park. Can I tell you of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> That's creepy. Don't do that again. Some powers we might find unnatural. Weird. All Super right. weird. So he's back, and Kylo is on this mission to try and find him to kill him because Kylo's on this like, I got to be the only one now. I'm the yeah. bad guy. I'm the only bad guy. You know, which kind of, I mean, I think that's one of the main problems I had with it. Not that it... The, the way that they came about it. First of all, let's, before we start talking about Rise of Skywalker. I guess we're going to things we don't like. We kind of have to <laughs> go back a little bit as to what happened and a little bit of the backlash, uh, with From Last episode Jedi? eight, with Last Jedi. So did you like Ryan The Last Johnson. Jedi? I thought it was serviceable. I, I mean, okay. Just to kind of go back to that original question of things that we liked, right? Do I think the sequel trilogy are they good movies? They're entertaining movies, right? I think I think my issue with these stories is not so much the direction that they went in. My issue with these is with the that they think that the audience members are stupid. Yeah, okay, and that's and a good that point. we're and that we're not going to like recognize uh, continuity issues or or just. Plot holes or anything like that, right? Like erasing an entire yeah. Movie. Like they think it's like oh, they could just like oh, never mind plot holes. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just quick, add a lightsaber battle, bah, 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 right? And 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 uh, and then that's it. We're just gonna like overlook this massive fucking plot hole, right? And and not everybody also has a time because they Disney. What they like to do is they like to give you plot holes and then sell merchandise like books and just kind of crap. And it's like ha ha, little boys, time right. to buy some. Nice. more stuff if you want these answers yeah. and it's like no. gorge it's like dude i already spent so much money on this movie ticket just tell me i've been a fan for 30 yeah. years just tell me like how and i mean how luke's lightsaber got into the hands of what's her name yeah the so lady with the small eyes that said i did find the rise of skywalker very entertaining for two and a half hours i'm just gonna put that out there right from the very beginning i found it entertaining i it thought super entertaining. it's not a bad movie per se you know it's not a bad movie I have issues in the, with 
the continuity stuff, right? That go back as far as the stuff from The Last Jedi. Because The Last Jedi... And I'm Force like, Awakens. They think in The Last Jedi, a lot of people were unhappy with the direction that they went in, right? I think with Force Awakens, they felt that they played it way too safe and it was way too similar to the, the, the beats in uh, A New Hope. A New yeah. Hope. Exactly the same. Almost so the people same are complaining, movie. it's the same movie. It's the same exact movie. So here comes Ryan Johnson, who's a great filmmaker, by the way, and does something completely different, and then people lost the collect- collective damn minds. They're like, oh, they're changing way too much from it. What, what's going on? I actually really right? like The Last Jedi. You know, and so the, the thing is, and I'm like, okay, Disney, uh, Lucasfilm, they took a gamble on it, right? Obviously, they got Ryan Johnson to do it. They believed in what the guy had to offer, and they went with it, right? And I think they should have stuck with their guns as far as that direction. Because what J.J. Abrams did with The Rise of Skywalker, they completely reconned everything. They completely ignored everything that happened to The Last Jedi, it, yeah. It's almost like The Last Jedi was just like a, a dream or something, as if they were stupid enough to just all of a sudden just assume that The Last Jedi like wasn't canon, right? Yeah. So uh, that's that's my issue with that, it, because there are so many things about that 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 that, that they just kind of like did away. I I agree with you there, because um, I did like The Last Jedi. I liked how like. People didn't like the direction of Luke or whatever, but Luke's always been like that in every movie. And his entire character has always been weird. He's been kind of moody. You know, he has daddy issues. He's he's a, he's another guy who's split. He's like a little prick, like one of those little pricks that you find in Santa Clarita, right? They're like, I don't get the skateboard I wanted. My Confederate flag on my truck is peeling it's, it's off. It's not hurly enough. <laughs> it's not hurly enough. Shut up. Um, but yeah, but Luke's always kind of been like that kind of whiny dude too much sand and he's another guy who's torn between you know good and bad just like kylo and you know it would have been somebody said like oh maybe he didn't have to try and kill him in episode eight whatever i mean he 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 did what he did and that was kind of cool um i didn't mind what this movie did um the only things i didn't i didn't like is that it kind of like completely got rid of um rose's character like she was barely a part of the movie at all. Um, yeah, I. That's the main thing. I think that's the, one of the biggest things that uh, you know fanboys had an issue with, like the Rose character. Well, it's not like I, she was my favorite character in Episode Eight, but it's like she was very integral in the plot and moving it forward. And her character wasn't bad. She kissed Finn. I mean, like Finn didn't do anything in this movie. Finn did literally nothing. Do you remember what he did? He he was there. He was there. He was I, just there. Actually, Finn is my least favorite character. I mean, he was he was more comedic, but he just didn't do much. And and I apparently there's a cut a J.J. Abrams cut where he opens a latch with the Force because there's a thing where like where they're going they're going down the sand pit and um I forgot the planet they're on. You know, we'll we'll try and fact check if we can, but if we can't remember stuff, we can't remember stuff. It is what it is. Um, and then they fall down to the pit. And he's like, Ray, I have to tell you something. And then they actually survive. And they're like, what do you have to tell me? He's like, I'll tell you later. Like, Star Wars does that a lot. Where it's like, oh, we'll tell you later. And then it's like, oh, we forgot to pay that off. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's almost like they're assuming like, oh, well, we're not going to 
we're not going to tell you exactly what happened. We just kind of expect you to go by the book, pretty much. It's right? like, no, no, no. That, you, that the answers book. exist, but it's in this $50 collector's edition book, and you can buy it, but there's only 14 of them made, so good luck. So it's like, dude, so we have to rely on internet videos and all this kind of stuff to try and figure it out. Yeah, and then I think that's where like my 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 problem was like they just kind of did away with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of inconsistencies and all that. But anyway, what's next on? No, that? no I have the I didn't even get the things I actually oh. liked. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. <laughs> it's been I'm so just, I started it's ranting. Been so negative. Just, um, loved loved Ben Solo talking with Han when he became Ben Solo again, and I didn't expect to see Harrison Ford in this movie. Um, I thought that was a pleasant surprise, mm. and we still didn't get that scene um, of. Han, Chewie, Luke, and Leia, unfortunately. Yeah, well, just to go back with that uh, mention, you mentioned that uh, Han appeared, right? He did. First of all, he was kind of like a um, he, an he apparition. Was, he, he was not a ghost. He was. I don't think he was an apparition. I think he was pure Ben Solo's memory. It was just I, him, I, him I, talking to himself. Well, I think that Leia used her power, her force, to be able to project... To project that, right? Maybe that's why she didn't disappear. Yeah. So she, interesting. Yeah, wow. So I like she, that. She used I that. Really she like used that. that. She, she, I think she blended. She kind of got into Ben's head. She used whatever energy, whatever force she had right. left to be able to get in there to really get in his head and all that, you know. And so the biggest thing, because the biggest thing that Ben was dealing with was the guilt of what he did to Han Solo. If you haven't watched it yet, he kills him, Han Solo, right? And that was in 2015. So, yeah. I mean, you've had a few years so, to take it over <laughs> this death. So, that happened. Now, I will say that when uh, when when Harrison Ford appeared, I actually, like, yelped out, like, on, on in the theater. I'm like, what? <laughs> you oh, know? That was, that was probably the one scene where tears were flowing in my eyes. It was very surprising. I thought it was a very effective scene, by the way. Oh, it was a great scene. It was a great scene. Yeah, it was a very effective scene. I, I you know, but I, 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 it was good. There, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of good enough stuff. You have in to this watch movie. this movie a few times. There, there, for sure. there is there is a lot of good enough stuff in this movie. I will say, like, I'm not I'm not just completely I'm not completely negative about it. All right, so yeah. Um, I I did like the the lightsaber battle on the old Death Star with Rey and Kylo. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Really well um, done. And but one thing, um, and then it, it also leads. I mean, there's a, the visual effects are also one thing that <clears throat> in this movie is great. But you can also see that, like, one thing this movie does is, like, at the end of that battle, Ray stabs Kylo, and then she immediately heals him. And then we kind of we see this where JJ does this in this movie where he'll something bad happened. Ah, uh, no, it didn't. That's like, another problem I had. Like another amazing moment. We, yeah. we talked about this earlier when in, where the scene from the trailer where Ray's running, Kylo's chasing her. She does this crazy mega force backflip, falls, and then they're they're fighting over uh, Chewbacca's. Um, and then she does that force lightning, and that and then all of a sudden you think Chewie dies, and it's like, oh no, he didn't die. Just yeah. kidding. So and you don't even and the same. And on top of that, another thing that I liked, and maybe this is more of like a things I like mixed with things I don't like, but C-3PO was amazing this movie. Oh, shit. Sorry. I'm, uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> it, it's the playback. By the way, guys, well, one thing we're doing right now for the very first time is we're actually uh, 
on Facebook, Facebook, Live. Facebook Live. We're yeah. on Facebook Live right now. So if you want to see the footage from this uh, behind the scenes stuff, be sure to visit our uh, Facebook page for the Nerd Lot. Okay. Yeah, that's right. right. Um, we might we might do this every so often. So every so often, even for sure. even though the episodes officially drop on Tuesdays, uh, every about a Friday once a month, you're going to be able to see our our stuff on. Um, on Facebook Live, and you'll be able to get a kind of like a sneak peek at what the episode's going to be like. Yeah, I mean, ideally, you can even get. Well, I mean, it looks like we're going to get. They're going to get the whole thing today. Um, but it's like we can even do this. I would love to get a camera in front of there all the time, but we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm go. I'm sorry. But with with three PO, the same thing. Like, there's a very powerful scene, um, or at least the trailer made it look like that, where he was going to get his memory wiped, and then that. What did you think of Babu Frick? I like Babu Frick. Okay, cool. I thought he was cool. He was cool. Yeah, I thought he was um, cool. And it was a powerful scene, and he may have like unintentionally killed the moment with his comedy, but I also think it was like because ultimately I think JJ knew that obviously he knew that 3PO was going to get his memory back, but we didn't as the audience. So that was a very powerful moment for us. Like, damn, he's going to be back to like dumb 3PO. But even like dumb 3PO didn't know anybody was still pretty funny. So I th- I felt. The 3PO was a really good character in this movie. It really, he really did a good job. Him and Chewie were really good in this movie. I think the my biggest thing that I was angry about is what they did with 3PO in this in this flick. Yes. Oh, really? Because they had they had me such emotionally wrecked with what was happening. First of all, what they had to do because they found a uh, what is a dagger, right? Right. And it had Sith writing on it. Yeah, so the whole the whole thing is like, to, you know, if you didn't see it or if you were forgot, like they have to find this Sith dagger, which holds a location of a Wayfinder, which was what Ray needs to find Palpatine. Right. So it is in 3PO's uh, programming. His memory. His memory. He is not allowed to translate that, that he reads. He's not allowed to translate Sith language. Correct. Right? So... What they have to do is that's when they went to Babu Frick, and Babu Frick's is like, okay, I can reboot 3PO minus that programming of like him being prohibited to translate a Sith language, mm-hmm. but that's also going to erase, wipe out his memory, right? He's a complete factory reset, right. so to speak. Um, so he's everything that happened in the last 40 plus years. Of all his friends gone. So there's an emoji, there's that emotional scene where he knows he's like, okay, I will do this so that I can translate. But it's just like, and then they're looking at him, he's looking back at everybody, and he says, Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. I damn near choked on my damn chicken wing well, that-, that I was eating. Right, watching that scene, okay. You got to live to you. I, I had to put down my beer watching that scene because I'm like, they're not about to wipe away his memory. Well, so they, they they tease it in the trailer, and that's uh, what I'm talking about. Where that where the cinematic music came in, the Star Wars theme in the trailer, where it's like taking one last look, sir, my friends, and the music came in, and it's like that to that got me prepared for that for that moment. So continue, but yeah. So they they basically. They fucked with my emotions at that point, right? Yeah, because they also said that the R2 droid has a backup, but his memory is uh, faulty. Right. So they have him go through all that just to, like, later on in the movie, just be like, okay, we can reboot him. He's fine. 
Well, yeah, R- yeah, R2, so, R2 had the memory. Which leads me to my next point. There are no stakes in this movie. Everyone who we think dies doesn't. Even damn Palpatine. He's yeah. Right. So the stakes, everything gone. Unnatural. Right. It it it's just gone. We think Chewie dies. He doesn't. Nope. Even though that they should have left him dead. Not that I wanted Chewie dead, but for the sake of the arc, it, they should have left him dead. Let me tell you why. Because that would have really messed with Ray as far as like knowing that there are side effects. There are negative side effects to her using her power, right? So that really would have pushed her character development even more. Absolutely. But no, Chewie didn't die. No. Which I was happy about, right? But if you're gonna, if you're gonna tease that, leave it. And that's where I feel like they played it way too safe. Maybe for the end. Like don't, don't get rid of it like five minutes later. Yeah. Like literally five minutes later, they make you feel all emotionally wrecked. And then five minutes later, just kidding. But you know, and you know, like even to your point about the three PO scene, like they didn't really, like when they, <clears throat> when they put three PO's memory back, it was such like a ho hum moment. Like, oh, here it is, I have it. Which makes me feel like, okay, they're just gonna do this throughout the entire movie. They're gonna think somebody's died, but no, five minutes later, they're gonna be, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they still really haven't told you how Palpatine came back, and maybe, maybe they never will. Maybe he never died. I don't know. But apparently in Star Wars, you can get thrown down shafts and you can survive. So that's like a, a thing that happens. Speaking of shafts, you know who gets shafted? We do. All right? We get the shaft. Because, yep. what, you know, J.J. Abrams, good filmmaker. Bring but, back Mace yeah. Windu. But uh, it, nobody, there are no stakes here, man. None. Yep. None. Oh, oh here. Um, and, and then they make you feel like they killed Palpatine in Return of the Jedi, which they bring him back. And then they're like, well, what was the point of the end of Return of the Jedi then? You know, it's just kind of like, it, it, it almost like they re, they, they did away with, with the stuff with Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I, I, saw, I heard this on binge mode because I do, I, it was such a good thing that Mallory Rubin said this and it makes sense that, well, it wasn't binge mode, it was just like her um, on YouTube. She said that the prequel, episode one, for some people, is never going to be the beginning. Episode four is always going to be the beginning for some people. However, Episode nine is always the end. Is it? Well, of the Skywalker. Well, okay. Is it? Can you even call it the Skywalker saga well, at that point? That's what they're calling it. Well, yeah, because the end of the movie, she said she's Ray Skywalker. <laughs> so, okay, let me ask you this: what What was the rise of Skywalker about? What do you think the title means, if it means anything at all? Who was Who was rising as a Skywalker? I don't know. I think it's Kylo. I think it's Kylo slash Ben. Because he is. A, is no, his rise from. Is he a Skywalker? He is. Yeah. Leia's a Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, yeah but. I mean. Was he's it got, his rise he's got then? Anakin. He's got Anakin's blood running through him. That's. You see. That's where I'm. Kind of like. That's where I'm. Their their intentions are very clear man. They're, they're just. They, they, they just kind of. They threw a bunch of stuff out there. It's almost like Abrams. By the way, Chris Terrio co-wrote this movie. He did. You know who Chris Terrio is? Yeah, I do. He's the dick who gave us Batman v Superman. He's the dick who gave us the Justice League. Are those good movies? Terrible movies. And and to this day, I still somewhat defend Batman v Superman. There's enough of it for it. I'm like, all right, all right. There's enough of it that I'm going to defend it. And also because I am a Batman fanboy. All right? But... 
the son of a bitch does not know story structure. There is not a lot of structure here. None. It is the the rise of Skywalker is literally just a series of just situations taped together leading up to. It's almost like they're just setting it up for spinoffs. Well, it's like a Star Wars video game where you press X to skip the cutscene. You're like, cool. I just want to get to the action. It's like three movies in one. You know, they they, they could have easily split Rise of Skywalker like part A and part you know two or whatever. And there's one thing that I felt like they could have done better with the writing on, which is Ray's parents. And Kylo could have been like, yeah, I lied. I'm a bad guy. That's what bad guys do. We lie. But instead, he's like, they were nothing, but they chose to be nothing. You know, it's like that was just very lazy to me where I felt like you could have been way more creative with they were nothing. Um, or it's like, no, 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 I just lied to you because I'm obviously your enemy. This next point, this next point is something because I, I one of the other podcasts that I listen to, I listen to Lolo Loves Films. Very good friends of mine. That is a good friend. Yeah, of yours. yeah, yeah. Good friends of mine. They have their podcast on Mixler.com slash Manny and Lo-Fi. And I was listening to their their uh, uh, episode on the drive down Baja the other day. And one of the points that they, they released was that, um, yeah, one, they said like the, there are no stakes and all that. And the other was... Uh, Jesus. Oh my God. I completely drew a blank right now where I was headed. I swear oh. it was a good, it was a great point and I completely drew a blank. Where, where were we talking about before I said all those films? Uh, we were talking about, um, well, I was, I was saying that, what was I saying? Jeez. I can't, oh, that Kylo lied about her parents. Kylo, Kylo. It was Kylo. a parent, it was a parent saying like how they, oh, were no, they were nothing. A point that they, okay. All right. I'm they sorry. Were, they were nothing. I'm sorry I did this. Okay. But I drew a blank completely. The the point that I'm 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 kind of plagiarizing from them right now. That's fine. Is I will, I will allow it that they Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams literally just wrote this script while reading all the Reddit comments from angry fanboys, people who were pissed <laughs> off about the Last I Jedi. Can see that. Yeah, and that that was dumb because the Last Jedi was I felt like risky filmmaking, and it was dope. Like I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was good. You know, like I, I, I'm like, okay, all right, all right. I can see where they're going. They're being bold. They're being different because people were complaining that the Force Awakens was too much of the same. <coughs> they were playing it safe. They did the complete opposite with Last Jedi, and people just lost their shit. Like the buttholes just like blew wide open. Yeah, I mean, and this this movie was it was entertaining. It was this message was good in Skywalker. It was saying that it doesn't matter who your family is. You know, it just her being a Palpatine was just weird and a little forced, which leads me to the point of saying, like, it's not the Skywalker saga anymore. At this point, it's the Palpatine saga. It, oh, OK, OK. That which because I feel like is it really a Skywalker story arc now? No, it's about the Palpatines now. And and that's another point that I, I, I really agreed with while listening to Lola's films is that I'm like. This is true, man. It's like at this point, what's the point of Luke and Leia? It's like it's just they they just kind of threw everything out there. I I don't even know how to describe it anymore. I think that the first three movies are all about Palpatine. He is a master manipulator, and he is a big influence on the three movies. Obviously, the next movies are about Vader and Luke, mm-hmm. and then these final movies are about Ray and Luke and Kylo. And I guess Vader's in the because Vader's a huge piece of the um, the trilogy, 
So, you know, I, I definitely think Palpatine, and you can look at it that way and say like Palpatine came back, but it's really just about like they needed a bad guy. <laughs> and with Kylo going to the good side, they just needed a bad guy. And so why not bring back the ultimate baddie who didn't really die, apparently? All right, so I'm bringing up another point as far as Please the baddie do. never died. And I'm bringing this up. This is actually from a friend, one of our listeners. and His name's Andy, who I work with, by the way. We actually thought about, but I, I feel like it would have been too late. We thought about maybe like kind of like phoning mm-hmm, them in mm-hmm. so we can talk about this. But, okay, let's just assume for a moment that we hadn't heard Palpatine's cackle at the end of the first trailer. Right. right? And then he didn't like talk the entire trailer, the next one. Right. So let's just assume they didn't do that, right? So the scroll... Uh, the the, uh, the opening scroll, the opening, the opening crawl, the the crawl. Let's say they they do that with they say what? How did that start? Do you remember? It started the uh, the dead speaks. Palpatine is alive, or right. Pal- so imagine they hadn't included his voice in the trailers, and they just threw that on us like out of nowhere. They, we just saw the crawl, the scroll, whatever. Palpatine lives. We would have been like, what? What? That would have been pretty trippy. What? Like, where did this even come from? Right? Where did this even come from? And the point that Andy, my friend, made was that I feel like that reveal, if they had really, like, you know, kind of, if they had really kind of stuck with, like, let's let's say that Abrams was in charge of the trilogy. Okay. Let's say Abrams was in charge of the trilogy. Which, he, which, he, which he turned down, by the way. Yeah. Let's just say. Not I think Jedi, Abrams. I think control. Abrams would have played it safe and would have followed the same plot points, beats from like the original trilogy. At which point, the reveal of Palpatine being the grandfather would have been done at the end of the Last Jedi. Mm. In the same way that Empire Empire Strikes Back, Luke found out he was his father. That yeah. that that Vader was his father, right? Yeah. Same beats, right? So the reveal would have been done there. Most likely. But it wasn't the case. Abrams didn't do Last Jedi. He just, I don't know, just kind of slipped in. So it's almost like, it's almost like he did Jedi, uh, the Rise of Skywalker in a way, the scroll, as if we already knew what had happened, as if Palpatine would have been revealed at the end of The Last Jedi. Do you see what I'm getting at? Does do. that make sense? I do. I do. Yeah. So that's that's and, and Andy Zhang, dude, another geek dad. You know, he, he I was talking to him about that earlier today. Actually, I, I think my counter to that is that people are so in tune with who is on a movie now. You know, it's just like you know, I follow sports religiously, and if two teams think about talking, a reporter says they talked, and if somebody joins a movie. We know about it via Twitter. They're saying, hey, this guy joined this movie or blah, 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 blah. So the actor who plays um, Palpatine, we knew that he signed back on to play because they didn't keep it under wraps. Maybe they should have kept it under wraps because that would have been quite a reveal to have Palpatine alive. Well, kind of alive because he really, if you think about it, it looks like he died. It looks like he died and came back to life. And... I wish it would have went back into that and showed how he came back to life instead of just being very vague and being a natural, which is still creepy and good. But you also want to know, like, what there's a lot there. Like, how did this guy come back? He amassed this army 
how did he do it aside from being off screen for a bunch of movies? I don't know. I mean, he's been off screen since 1983. It's a long time. Whole generations have passed. I was two. I was negative two. <laughs> negative two. Not even born. Um, so, do you have anything else to add about this movie or say or complain or... Jesus Christ. I feel... You know, I, I, did we stick to the script at all? We did. Oh, yeah. We, we did? did. Yeah. That's why I'm asking you because we're going to talk about what's next if you don't have anything else to say. That said, I still had a good time with that movie. <laughs> that said, I would see it again. I want to see it again. I, it was like a lot said, of fun. It's not a bad movie. My issues is with the continuity. And and they just... It, it's like... um They're just like... Oh, don't worry. People aren't going to notice any of this stuff. Just have light, fancy light lightsaber battles. And, More lightsabers. And, oh, and then have them kiss at the end and, and, and all sorts of stuff. And it's oh, yeah, just the, like... The force healing was a little interesting because it's like... Give them spectacle. Give them spectacle. And they're like, why didn't Obi-Wan heal, force heal Qui-Gon? Why? Why? If... if yeah, Qui-Gon could have lived. Well, I don't think Obi-Wan knew enough. Yeah. Qui-Gon could have lived. Uh, well, but Qui- Qui-Gon's no, also... Okay. First of all, you say like, oh, uh, Obi-Wan didn't know enough? No. I, I'm pretty sure that's like in textbook 101. First yeah. day of class, they would have known that. Oh, by the way, you can revive. Uh, you can you can make, uh, you know, Jedi come back to life. But, you know, they... Uh, I think it's a Sith thing. Yeah. I think, it's a, I think that's a Sith. Oh, yeah? Then how do you explain Baby Yoda, the Mandalorian, doing that? I, Is he a Sith? I think he has... Well, clearly he choked, force choked... Uh, What's her Nakara? I'm about to stab you with this fucking bottle right now. If you I say think that he's a Sith, Baby Yoda is a Sith Lord, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> no, no, he's clear. I have Baby Yoda on my shirt. Come on, man. You know I love me some Baby Yoda. Um, you just called him a bad guy. He, he, you don't mean that, Brandon. Well, hey, Sith Lords repeatedly go to back to the good side, consistently. Not Palpatine. No, Palpatine was pretty the baddie. But maybe he's supreme leader. Uh, I still think Mace Windu's coming back. But anyway. Uh, you know, we're on the other side. We flipped yeah. it over too quickly. So what's next for Star Wars? We got two series coming out. I'm done with the Skywalker saga. Well, the next rumored... Sh- uh, so we have two things coming out on Disney+. Plus: Mandalorian Season 2, Fall 2020. Which I'm waiting. I'm, by the way, we're having a viewing party for that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a barbecue slash. It's gonna be fun. Party. So we're Man- gonna do the that. Mandalorian was our most listened to episode of. We've only had four, and that one's by far doubled the other numbers. So clearly, people like it when we talk about the Mandalorian. And also, shout out to that Mandalorian Facebook group who I shared it to, and we got some listens there. So shout out to yeah, all the Mandalorian. Yeah, it's like fans. close to like eighty downloads, right? Just that one episode. It's close to close I, to I that. Think so. that. I think the Nerdlot's on the right track, man. I think so. That would be really awesome if we can break that 100 and get to triple digits. Um, and we also have the Obi-Wan series, which is coming out on Disney+. Plus, Which is going to be directed by Deborah Chow, who did episode three of episode three, chapter three of The Mandalorian. And guess who's back? You win, baby. And this this series would not have been available or have any interest if it wasn't Ewan McGregor because he's probably the best thing about the prequel trilogies you can say. Yeah, he's good. He was and, great. And I think he did a great job at projecting Alec Guinness. He, 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 I remember him doing an interview of yes. Alec Guinness. By the way, keep talking. Keep, I, I want to show you something. Just keep, keep talking. Give me, Buy me some time. Okay. All right. So um, – what Manny's talking about is um, as he runs to go get something. Ewan McGregor, Alec Guinness played um, Obi Wan in the episode four, five, and six. Now, Obi Wan, as Ewan McGregor, he 
started to you know sound more like Alec Guinness by episode three. So if you watch those movies again or watch you a rewatch or listen, watch some YouTube videos, you can see that his accent starts getting more like Alec Guinness. He starts sounding like him, his mannerisms. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Um, as Manny returns, I'll see what he's got in his hand. Um, this is good podcasting. Luckily, we're also doing Facebook Live. Oh, man, look at that. Is that VHS? Damn right, it's VHS. Oh, right. yes. Brandon, listen. I know that uh, you and I have known each other for almost quite a, a while, almost now. a decade, right? And uh, you know, I'm I'm very fortunate that you tapped me to uh, be able to do this podcast with you and everything like that. And I just feel like I want I I wanted to give you a gift as a like kind of like a kind of like as a just you know I, a new like uh, like a token like a, of appreciation like that and like a bond and thing like because I, I feel like the nerd lot is going to be a good thing I think so too right? so I want to give you a little gift and it's perfect that we're doing talking this show like this episode right now you're talking about you and McGregor so I'm going to give you this as gift nice look this right here is a box set of Star Wars episode one the Phantom Menace the worst in the whole series um, but no, it is Clone Wars is the worst. It, it is the widescreen video collector's edition of Bagella digitally remastered with THX. And if you open this, I've had this. Let's pop it open. This pop ha- it open. This is a big deal to me. All right, so don't right. don't take this lightly. I will not. I will I've, not. I've had this in my possession for twenty years. Wow. Right. This came 21 out twenty one years. Nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. And I I had this. I, I got this about a week before it was officially released because I was working at Blockbuster at the time. Oh, nice. So look at this. It is a box set. Oh, wow. It has a booklet, excerpts, books, written, everything. Look at this. Artwork from the movie. Jar, ton of Jar Jar Binks. Look at, look at this. Darth, Darth Maul right, right there. there. Look, look at that. that. Damn. So right there, it has the VHS tape, but it's widescreen, even though it's VHS. Look at that. Damn. And I don't think this has even been played. Maybe it has. I don't know. But look at that. Look, look, at, look that. at the condition. This is this, this is, is twenty one mi- years old. And look at it. This this is for collectors. This is probably worth something. Yeah, I would. Right? I would say so. And look at this. This is an actual clip, an actual strip from the uh, the film. The the uh, the cameras, like not the cameras, but the uh, the film used for projection. Of the actual thing. Wow. That's, there you go. That's incredible. So that right there is a gift to you, my friend. Wow. As as a uh, as a uh, gift for like you know the the the, the partnership that we're about to have. This is amazing. And I, and the reason I thought about it is because look, let me put this you, back in here. Yeah, you and McGregor is very prominent. This like right here. Look at that. Look at that, Dad. He's right, right there. there. Yeah. He's a, and he's young. You and McGregor. This will most likely go to my son. Yeah. There you go. You know, um, I, there one day, uh, your son will be 15 years old, and you'll say, "Look, your uncle Manny he, uh, gave me this, and I'm going to give this to you now." He's be like, "What is VHS? What the f is VHS? What Dad? is this ancient? You mean to tell me that I physically have to touch something to put it into a device so that I can watch a movie?" <laughs> oh, um, oh, and by the way, new new Star Wars movie that is coming out will be 400 years before the Skywalker saga or the Palpatine saga. Mm. So, um, that's fun. We'll see where that goes. You had a nerdy, you had a parent story. Uh, Star Wars related. I believe so. No, I have one for the other one, I think. Over the, for the Sandlot? Yeah, for the Sandlot. Okay, okay. So we'll, we'll save that for next Oh, week. no, but I do, I mean, you know, as far as Star Wars, I think the way that I am introducing my daughter into this is because of the Mandalorian. 
Like mm-hmm. whenever we watch mm-hmm. The Mandalorian and all that, you can – my daughter, she's six years old, Violet, a, a beautiful kid, right? She, she Every time I'm watching it, she'll see it. She'll be like, aw, Baby Yoda. Aw, Baby Yoda. So now she's like – she's seeing that on screen. She's become interested in the world of Star Wars. So I think we're going to start – uh She's she's seen the Star Wars movies before and all that. She knows about Darth Vader. She knows that. But I feel like she's going to grow up uh, very much enjoying these flicks. It seems so. You've, you've raised her the right way. and No, I have to say that's mostly my wife. <laughs> it's my wife doing all the work, well, you, man. That means you picked right. Yeah. That means you picked right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you, have a, you have a good parenting story next week. Um, as far as Star Wars, you know, obviously my son is too young to have any real parenting stories yet. Um, when it comes to Star Wars, but I do have, I made sure I bought him clothing three, six months. I made sure I already got all the Star Wars clothes at Target that were 12 months. You know, I, I want him to, you know, cause these movies are going to be really old by the time you get there. What it, by the time he remembers, but and with Disney plus around, I don't know, maybe I'll buy the Blu-rays, but the beauty of it is we can just watch all these and I can go through it in a few years again yeah. and relive it, and not through my eyes, but through my son's eyes, yeah. which will be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I, you know, I think, I think um, the, there's a reason that this whole uh, property, intellectual property, has survived as long as it has. There's something special about this. There's something very relatable about it as far as the material about good versus evil. Yep. Uh, good story since the beginning of time, story, you know, storytelling. That's when, you know, religion was created to, you know, give people an idea of good versus evil. And, and, and that's what, you know, I, you know, the force, the force is what's the force, but essentially having faith, you know, in good. And, uh, Met- Metachlorians. Medical, oh shit, don't we get started? I want that <laughs> shit. Uh, but. The little life forces. Yeah. Thanks, Qui-Gon. But, you know, overall, okay, overall, and like in, in conclusion, as far as my, I'm, I don't want to talk about this, this is Star Wars anymore, but they, uh, they, they, overall, the sequel trilogy, I thought it was mediocre. Overall, I, the one movie I, I want to see, Again, because I, I don't really remember The Force Awakens that much. I haven't, you know, it's been four years since I've seen it. Yeah. Five years now. It's 2020. But I, I saw The Last Jedi about three weeks before I saw Rise of Skywalker. And what The Last Jedi did, you know, the only thing they separated a bunch of them, but I, I, I liked, I, I actually liked The Last Jedi better than The Rise of Skywalker, but I also liked The Rise of Skywalker. It wasn't like I went in there and I left there like, damn. You know, it's just very, like, it was, it was cool. Yeah. It, was, it was a cool, fun movie. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, that's how I, I walked away feeling like, oh, yeah, they were entertaining. That's what it was. And, you know, as far as, you know, I, I liked the movies. I liked the, the, the mythology. I liked everything about it. I, I, you know, I, I think I enjoy the shows a lot more. I think I enjoy the, you know, the spinoffs like Rogue One, great flick. Um, oh, um, speaking of which, <laughs> I saw Solo like three, four days ago. I'm sorry. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it in, like at the drive-in. So, <laughs> I don't know if anybody has seen Solo. It's on Netflix. No. Yeah. It's interesting. It's something. It is like... I'm watching this the entire time and I'm like... I. I had, I had, it's almost like I had to keep reminding myself that that was Han Solo. 
<laughs> Not some random dude. Yeah, like I had to keep telling myself, oh, that's Han Solo. However, I will say that, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Donald Glover, uh, Chandra Scambino, did a great job yeah. to, as, um, kind of like mimicking and portraying Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian. And I felt the actor they picked to play Han <laughs> did as good of a job as he possibly could. Have. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. I just feel overall like Solo was not necessary. And not at all. It would have been a better show. Oh, by far a better It would have been show. a better show. Much better show. Yeah, and, you know, I just feel like Solo was the movie that, like, you know, made Lucasfilm feel like maybe we should kind of, like, slow it down. Ron Howard directed that movie. Even though uh, Phil Lord and, uh, was it, like, the other guy's, uh, I forget the other guy's name, but they he, they did um, the Lego movie. Mm. They've done, you know, a bunch of movies and all that. And I, I, I would love to see the, their version of it. Because they made about seventy five percent of that movie, of the solo movie, and oh, then really? and then Kathleen Kennedy, they had a following creative differences, of and, course, and then they of got course. they got booted from it, and then they brought in Ron Howard to finish it and do a bunch of reshoots. That explains a lot. Yeah, <coughs> that so, explains a lot. By the way, I feel like Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Ron Howard's daughter, she directed Chapter Four of The Mandalorian, and I feel that's the weakest episode. Was that um They were in the village. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the weakest episode. Yeah, where, you know, Bando almost got a little bit of that native uh <laughs> the native uh native Punani. I will take off my helmet if you take off your dress. But first <laughs> I'll show you my other little I won't show you this head, but I'll show you the other one, right? Oh baby Yoda's in danger, be right back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, um I think that's I think that's it for the Star Wars episode. I, I mean, did we stay on track? I don't know. I, I'm sorry, man. I feel like I just like went no, on rats no, with no, this. No, 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 not even. I think we we already talked about. Um, oh, oh, that's not it. Almost it. When we talked about the Mandalorian a bunch, but let's finish with this. How do you think the Mandalorian is going to tie in with this with Star Wars? Well, we 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 talked about this in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, now that we know what happens in Rise of Skywalker. Do you think that season two will have any tie-ins to what happens to Rise of Skywalker? Do you think we'll see maybe Palpatine coming back? Would you think we'll see more of the like his cl- his guys building his ships or doing anything that they were not doing? I don't know what the Mandalorian's gonna how it's gonna tie in. F- once I figure out how the Rise of Skywalker ties into the rest of the Skywalker saga, then I'll get back to you because fair enough. Who who gave that lady? Uh, uh, Luke, Luke Sky, uh, lightsaber. Finn, uh, there was two times when he's like, oh, uh, Ray, I gotta tell you something, but I gotta, t- I can't tell you in front of anybody else. You know, what was it that he was trying to tell her? That he's force sensitive. Why not just add that to the movie at the end? And by the way, Ray, uh, you know, I'm totally in, in sync with the force. You know, that's another thing that Abrams was like, oh, we'll just let people just assume what it is and read up about it. You know, no. No, we don't want to read up about it. This isn't lost. You don't need to like have these creative. I don't want to find out about what happened on Reddit. Damn it! No, I don't. I want to find out when I watch the movie. So, um, having said that, that's going to do it for our Sky- over our Rise of Skywalker episode. Yeah, because I feel like if I talk about this uh, episode a lot more or about this movie a lot more, I'm just going to grab something. I'm going to throw it out the window behind that, us. That, that, <laughs> that does that does sound like it might happen. Um. So, Manny, tell the good folk people on the internet how they can find us. All right. Well, first of all, Brandon, you have another show that you do. I do have another show. It's called, um, at this point, 
I think it's going to be called After Hours Sports. I'm in the middle of changing it. So by the time this episode is released, it might be called After Hours Sports. So find it on the internet by Googling After Hours Sports. Yeah, and uh, you know, I also have another show. We, you know, we each have our own, our own shows. I do a show called uh, Manny and Lo-Fi. You are able to found it, find it on Mixler.com slash Manny and Lo-Fi. And I actually do that show live. Yes, you do. I do that show live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific. And I play records, I drink beer, and I ramble. Yes, you do. Yeah, you know, so like join me on that. So if you guys can't wait, you know, because we drop these episodes every Tuesday, right? Every yeah, we're Tuesday doing it morning. every Tuesday now. Then why not listen to the Nerd Lot on Tuesday and then just listen to my sultry voice live on Wednesday nights? And the best go. thing about that, it's like I said, it's live and people are able to talk to me and participate on the show. That is true. And yeah. my sales pitch to listen to my show was not as good as Manny's, so I apologize. Um, no, it's still good. Yeah, I, I wish I had her voice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Um, you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on the old Instagram. And you can subscribe via, um, via, via Apple Podcasts, Spotify. A lot of people have Apple Podcasts, but we're also on Spotify. We're on Stitcher, and we're also on Google Podcasts. Yeah, and by the way, guys, uh, here's the thing. We we do have people who they are able to rate us on Apple Podcast. They are able to like, you know, give us like, you know, from one star to five stars. Yes. So if you guys already listen to us, because I know the majority of our listeners are, are on Apple, right? And on Spotify, not to like dismiss you know, like anybody but else. But you can't rate on Spotify. Yeah, but you can't rate. That's the thing. You can rate us on Apple Podcast. So if you can do that and you are you know, you, you, you feel like you're going to continue listening to us. Uh, do us a favor. Give us a rating. And if you can, give us a quick review because that helps us uh, the algorithm. And when people search like certain words on it, we'll, we're, we're more likely to pop up. But I do want to give a quick uh, shout out to one of our listeners out there. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me bring this up right now really quick. He left us a quick review. This is from Ro, I think. And, and it, like the handle on it, it says, uh, Naughty Nurse 420. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I wonder who it that is. I don't it, know who that I, is. It but says, great podcast, totally recommend. It's got to be somebody Something we know. as simple as that. It's got to be somebody we know. Probably. So if that's if that's you, let us know. Um, tweet oh, us. Oh, dude, there's another one that just posted seven hours ago. Is it Jeff? Uh, It says, my name is Chef 81. Oh, that's Glenn. That's Glenn, Glenn. Yeah. What, Glenn Wiley? Yeah, Glenn Wiley. Well, shout out to Glenn Wiley. Let's see what Glenn Wiley has to say. He left us five stars. It says, hey, guys, I took some notes when I listened to the first four episodes simultaneously. I had to share them with y'all. Too good, too good not to. Happy New Year. I'm a new dad, and I love the concept of the podcast. Episode one. He, oh, he gave like a review for each one of the episodes, dude. Okay, so maybe we'll do that. We'll have to, we'll have to do like a separate a separate one for this because that's like too special to like throw at the end of an. episode. You know what? We'll go ahead and do this for next week's episode. We're we're gonna go ahead and talk about the uh, the Sandlot. Yeah, maybe we should do like a Facebook live or something like this, or like an Instagram live, or just record it and just post it. So I don't know. That that's a really good review. So shout out to Glenn. Yeah. Shout out to uh, who did the other one? Jesus Christ! He wrote a damn book nice because he, he actually texted me he's like why is my review post i'm like i don't know dude. it takes it takes time so like if if you guys leave a review and a rate uh and a rating on apple Podcasts, and if you don't see it right away it just takes a couple of hours because they have to they have to make sure that the person is real i guess yeah yeah, yeah. agreed so yeah. um shout out to people reviewing us um also you can review us on facebook um i've seen that feature there that would really help yeah, guys. All right. So be sure to, uh, like, you know, I don't know if you mentioned it, but uh, uh, the nerdlot.com. 
Oh, no, I didn't mention our website. Go yeah. to the nerdlot.com. Manny's going to start writing there soon. I'm going to start writing. All of our episodes are there. So you don't even have to subscribe to anything. You just go to the website and just listen to the podcast there. So do whatever you want. We got it for you. All right, guys. You've been listening to the Nerd Lot. My name is Manny. And my name is Brandon. Until and next time. That's it. Yeah. Bye. Bye.